Messy Mon Messy Mondays. Your girl show me. Your girl Marley Mar. Messy Mondays. Messy Mon Messy Mondays. You know, I don't know if I should bring that up. What is your opinion? I posted a picture, right, of myself. Actually, the one that me and Jasmine are in together. This guy hits me up on private message and goes, Hey, I just wanted to let you know, like, awesome, like, looking out shit. He's like, you know, something came out on the picture that you may not be, like, a mistake came out on the picture that you may not be happy with. You, I recommend you check it type shit. I'm like, that much picture. So then I'm thinking, what, can you see my nipple? Like, is this something, you know... That I didn't realize, whatever. So when I look at the picture, you can see like two of my stretch marks. So I'm like, hold up. Are you talking about my stretch marks? And he goes, yes, exactly. So I said, motherfucker. <laughs> hold on a second. I mean. <laughs> Wait, excuse. Um, yes, I, I am aware that I have stretch marks and that you have to zoom in to see them in this picture. And, Super um, zoom in, if anything, because I didn't recognize. I've, if anyone would have recognized, a woman would have recognized and said, and, and would have said, and I guess approached you. If that was I, a concern, I, I guess, I guess. And I said, I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I think I look beautiful in that picture. And yes, I have stretch marks, but I'm a I'm a human being and I'm normal. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I, like there's certain things about me I cannot hide. I have cellulite on my thighs and I have stretch marks on my stomach. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. going to act like I'm going to go out in a fucking string bikini and take pictures. I'm not saying that. But what the fuck am I supposed to... You know what I'm saying? I was just like... I got really offended. And I was like, mm, I, I actually love the way I look in this picture, to be honest and with you. And what did he say? He's like, no, I think I think you're beautiful. It's just that if everybody else might have a problem with it. I'm like... What? <laughs> yeah. Exactly like that. I was going to screenshot it and put it on fucking social media. I was like, you know what? This is going to start, people might start fat shaming me. Fuck that. So I'm not even going to fucking put it out. You know what I'm saying? But I was just like, okay. But I got really offended because I was like, to be honest with you, yes, I'm not saying that it's fun to have stretch marks, but I'm not going to deny that I'm a human being that has stretch marks. Yeah, because just maybe because all the bitches you follow, motherfucker, (laughs) all be photoshopping they shit. Exactly. And fixing it. And then you don't know how to look at a real woman on your social media. So get your shit together, asshole. That's that's what I was pretty fucked up, in my opinion. And then plus it's like, Okay, at the end of the day, I feel like if you've been following me for a while, like you're going to look at the overall accomplishment of how much weight loss I've had and not the fact that I have a fucking uh, a history track because that's what stretch marks are. They show you, <laughs> yo, this person used to be big or something happened. You know what or I'm saying? Or pushed a baby out, motherfucker. Exactly. You it's don't like, know. You don't know what's happening. You don't you know don't the history. Know. You don't know. Apparently, because you a newbie on the page and don't know shit. But the audacity, I guess. I guess men, like, they're so deep into this whole how social media looks and how Instagram looks, right? Like, your perception of what reality is kind of, like, blurred. It's also creating a false uh, narrative on what you can find in a partner. Like, Mm -hmm. it's like... I'm not saying that there aren't really beautiful, perfect women because they do exist. And there's women that I meet myself and that I'm friends with. And even your sister, for example, your sister's a very beautiful girl. She has a nice body. And like, we know people like this in real life Mm -hmm. that do exist, but we don't necessarily 
feel like that's the only way a woman should look. You know what I mean? Like it's exactly. until it's until other people start telling you there's something wrong that you don't. You know what I'm saying? Like it's yes. Just, it's, I know it sounds weird maybe to a man or to a person that doesn't understand this concept or has never had a beauty issue, quote unquote, but it's just like, who are you to tell me something's wrong with my picture? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like if, if it was a Photoshop flaw of like if someone's head was cut off and the arm is still there, like that is a call out of like your picture looks, something's wrong with your picture, right? Like if it was like an actual error. Right. Of, like, I thought it was my nipple. Like, <laughs> I was like, is it something like crazy that is like you can see my personal body? Or do I have like, a, yeah, like do I have a stain on my pants where it shouldn't? Right. Like, is there like, something that I, like, can you see through? Like, is this something of that era? Like, or is this like a really bad Photoshop of the group of, of people next to you? And like Oprah has two arms or three arms in the last picture yeah. that went out on Variety. <laughs> so like, is it a bad Photoshop? Like, what is it? Or bad clean? Right. Shit like that? No, motherfucker. You're the one who's insecure. Not we. Like, you're the one who right. has issue with it. Like, you're the one who is offended or has concern about it. F- yeah. You know, <sighs> but sh- shout out for paying attention. You feel me? At least yep. you're paying attention. I mean, you, if you're going to zoom in. You definitely zoomed in. IG allows you to zoom in for those of you who haven't discovered this yet. Now you can expand the picture and look and videos as well. But, I mean, I don't necessarily do that too much because I look at IG a little quicker than the average person possibly. But um, if for those of you zooming in, guys, I look so much better than I looked this time last year. <laughs> I don't really give a fuck that I got three stretch marks on the left side of my damn body because it does not matter to me because I feel great about myself right now. And shout As out to you those. Should. And shout out to those people that, you know, have been liking the pics. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> Shout out to the likes. Yeah. Yo, that really, the only time I zoom in is when there's something in the background that I'm like, damn, that's actually kind of cute. What is that right, back right. there? Or like when you're trying to figure out what that shirt is that Rihanna's wearing or someone's wearing. Right, right, like, right. Let me zoom into this or these shoes or this purse. And or like that, like. or a really nice panoramic picture. And you want to like kind of get into like, check oh, out wow, the whole nice. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can zoom into video now, all that good stuff. But yeah. that asshole, he can unfollow. Huh. It's cool. Well, on that note, welcome to Messy Mondays. (laughs) Episode number 24. It's Messy Mondays, everybody. (laughs) Oh, man. The week, the month of January has been extremely long. It was a long month. It's a really, like, out of the entire, like, sometimes usually the year, January moves at a very slow pace. Out of, like, I think it's just setting you up for what the year is going to look like. I mean, it has a, so it's a full together. month, too. You know, it's one of our months that is a full month. Is it the longest month? I don't know if it's the longest, but it's a 31-day month, right? Yeah, which makes it probably yeah. a long <laughs> So far, we <laughs> have to change that, yeah. So, I, I agree, and I also feel like people feel a lot of pressure in January, and they think, like, damn, I was supposed to start this. I was supposed to start eating healthy. I should have joined kickboxing. Like, you know, you put that pressure on yourself. Not so this, like, girl. <laughs> I, sent out my, I sent out my text messages to my friends, letting them know February 1st was the brand new year, and happy new year, and we getting shit started in February. I feel you, but you, you've been on your, on your natural drinks, though. Don't act like you haven't been on it for a minute. <laughs> no, no, that's true, but February 1st was that, like, okay... I got my life back together in January, February 1st, is now I'm going to keep on track and I'm going to keep in motion. I'm going to keep on going. So, And it feels like you're still very busy in January. Like it's still yes. like you're still kind of recouping from the December monster that it is. Ugh. 
It's such a November, December. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's like we we're coming. We're kind of recouping and kind of sealing the holes that we created from December in our financial situations in our personal lives. So it's like it is a very stressful month, and I'm kind of happy as February. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm I'm kind of happy too, especially the financial part, that financial gap that happens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're trying to seal everything back up from January, so. And shout out to the people Definitely. eating off them taxes because we know. <laughs> Yo, I'm excited. I've never been. I moved last year, so I'm getting all my coins from this nice. move that I've made. So I am excited. I've never been one to be excited about taxes, but I am excited, ecstatic. About some taxes no, I hear you. And, and guys, learn about the long form and learn about, you know, getting tax deductions out there. Maybe one day we can get somebody who's a, a tax attorney to come on the show and give some advice. That'd be pretty cool because be I done. actually did my own taxes last year for the first time ever. And I did, I did okay. You know what I mean? Like, I don't feel like I got anything much less than what I'm normally used to getting. But for some reason, I don't know what it is, but like when an accountant gets in there, like they be just finding money. Like, I don't know. It's just <laughs> such All an awesome love. thing. Yes, which that is, that's true. I'm trying to claim everything that I came here with nothing. So I'm trying to claim everything that I purchased (laughs) in this move in all the like buying sofa, all that good stuff. Everything is a deductible to for healthy way of living. Absolutely. So I think it'd be great to have a tax attorney. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, maybe he can help me out too if he does out of state stuff. And it's 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 truly uh the type of thing that uh, a lot of people right now like you know a lot of people that got a lot of babies this is their time of year. Um, people who who are playing the system this is their time of year. Like this is the ultimate hustle here as well in the United States. When guys. you're passing around about three of your kids, <laughs> yes. spreading them out, making sure you claim each one of your children. I'm, I'm looking for a child to adopt if anyone has <laughs> yeah. one. For those of so you who got five or better, stop being greedy. <laughs> stop giving out some of these kids, man. Because I really Start know. Sharing. Come on. Like, Jesus. I, I must have done it for the taxes. Because who willingly, who willingly gives birth five times? I think out of love, but <laughs> I, I think. Know. I don't know. But I think they should share the wealth, I think is what it is. I feel you. In 2018, if you got five kids, you're special. Let's be honest here. Can like, you claim all? You can't claim all five. I don't know. I'm not a parent yet. There's a max. I'm, I'm not a parent either, but there's a max, I believe. Right. I just, I don't know. I just, I'm fascinated with people that have multiple children very much so. Like, it's so <laughs> hard to be a single adult. <laughs> it's like, damn, man. You got yes, five I've, kids? That's crazy. I've had that. You know, I've had that thought before. I'm like, as a single adult, I can't even keep up with myself. Right. To have, and I said this to a coworker, I was like, how does it feel? And she's like, the fact that I have to actually take care of another human still has not like registered to her. Oh, she's wow. Like, this is, she's the like, kid's like nine. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, every day she goes, another human. I'm responsible for a whole other being, not myself right. anymore. And I'm like, damn, I'm not ready for that yet. True. I'm just not there yet. I get it. I get the pressure. And I mean, one day if I'm blessed with the miracle of being a parent, I'm going to be so grateful for that moment. Um, but I just know at this time, I'm sure from the outside looking in, it looks like a really hard job. It, it looks does. like it's, <laughs> and it's endless. You know what I mean? It's just like, God damn, like this is every and day. I'm, yeah, you know exactly. what I'm saying? And I'm all down for babysitting. Them six hours I got with your child is great. Yeah, being auntie is, is cool. Yes, that's the fun part in all this. Yeah, it's real cool. <laughs> so so fill us in on how the big day went. 
Oh my god, board yes! Party. Vision board party. It was so awesome. <laughs> I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. Kisses, kisses, kisses. Hugs, hugs, hugs to everybody who showed up. It was amazing. Um, first and foremost, I want to say a special thank you to uh, the people who helped me behind the scenes and also the sponsors. So, Phil Nice Creative. That was actually the photographer. For those of you who sh- follow me at showme underscore ENT, you notice that I tagged him on all of the posts of the really dope pictures you guys saw from the uh, vision board party. Hit him up. He is not only talented, but he's a doll. He's super sweet and like he's so easy to work with. And I love you so much. Those Kisses pictures were those pictures were incredible. They I were very much incredible. And he also was just a nice person. Like it's it's really dope to meet people in this industry that are like cool to work with and they're a pleasure to have. He stuck around. He made a vision board. It was awesome. He was really cool. <laughs> and shout out to. Uh, Raquel, her actual IG is R-R-A-A-Q-Q-Z-Z. Um, she's a model. She is a host of an open mic night out here. This girl also coordinates events. She does everything. She's a makeup. She does her own makeup. Like She's so dope. Please follow her. She's so pretty. <laughs> Thank you so much for your help as well. She, was, she represents a really dope open mic night out here. Hopefully, we could do something with them one day. It'll be really cool. And last but not least, curls. Thank you. Natural hair, curly hair. You guys sponsored. Your products were fantastic. I love it. Like, I'm about to send Marley a few of the products that we got from them so you can try I them was out wondering where I was wondering where my package is. <laughs> now, it's so. coming. I, have a, I really have some stuff set aside that I really want to send you. So Because I want us to speak from it. Like, it's a dope product. And um, I personally have natural curly hair that I'm not satisfied with right now because it's not really curly it's like fake curly so and that's all my fault you know from the flat ironing and all of that you know you destroy your hair i'm i'm going back on my curl journey also so so this might be a great way to start they have a blueberry scent it's really nice i used it recently with absolutely nothing else i'm talking about i didn't use any kind of any kind of other product to flatten it to take off the fizz none of that and my hair looked good for two days Damn. Yeah. I'm excited for my package. Yeah, yeah. It's great stuff. So thank you so much for Curls and everybody who supported the Vision Board Party. And for those of you, because I've gotten so many people hitting me up saying, damn, I missed it. I wish I could have been there, et cetera, et cetera. Post your Vision Board Party still. I mean, make your own Vision Board Party at your house. Make your own Vision Board. Like, don't let the fact that you couldn't come to the party stop you from planning the rest of your year. Like Marley said, it might start February 1st. You know what I mean? So it's like... Make a vision board, and I promise you, we're going to post it on our Facebook page. We're going to post it on our social media to support your 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 actual journey of getting having a positive year. So send in those videos. Send in those pictures of your vision board, and we'll be more than happy to share it for you to make it a reality, guys. And, and if you're in Seattle area, just be on the lookout for that midsummer vision board party that we'll be having also just the counterpart. Ooh, our Florida to re-up, to make sure that the people are sticking to it. I love yes, it. Yes, halfway through the year, we got to do a re-up. We got to re- revisit our vision boards. We have to recreate, add some new things for the rest of the year, some goals, um, even in preparation for the year to come. So yeah. I think Seattle will be on the lookout for that one. I love it. And we'll the weather will be that. much nicer. Yes. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> oh, gosh, yes. And yes, and for last week's episode, thank you, Cadence. Awesome, yes. awesome episode. Female in the music industry for with a male-driven society, and she's doing her thing. She was a sweetheart. It was awesome. We had such a good time with you. I loved having that conversation with her, and she helped me revisit my old Kelly Rowland CD albums <laughs> I have on my phone. And 
she's I'm excited for her and where she's going, where she's going to. And she'll be on the Grammys next year, by the way. Yes, she will. Yes, I'm <laughs> so excited. I'm, I, I love to see people who made it when you saw them before they made it. I love that feeling. Yes. I'm like, I remember when I heard your mixtape or when I did this and I did that. And it'll be so dope that we had her as a guest before she became popping. That would be so cool. I really, I'm really rooting for you out here, girl. For sure. So today's messy topic um, is one that I'm not very fond of this area of entertainment, by the Uh-oh. way. And I've never actually, I've never been to one of these before. So anyways, the topic of today is male entertainment worlds. Yeah. And we're talking about, we're not talking about rappers. We're not talking about artists. Uh-uh. Well, these can be artists in their own way. It, it can be an art. It can be it's an art. art. It's an art for <laughs> We're talking about those male strippers, those gentlemen clubs, but yes. for women. What are they called? Uh, They're not gentlemen clubs. I, I think it's a, well, hmm. That's an interesting question. I mean, it's it's a gentleman's entertainment nightclub. It's co- it's called something like that, though. Right? Is it basically male strippers? But they <laughs> don't want to be called male strippers. I don't know. Like you have to call them male entertainment. You know what I'm saying? But they're male strippers. entertainment. Okay, male strippers like the ones you've seen in Magic Mike. Yeah. And I will say that I've only seen Magic Mike one. I've never seen Magic Mike two. And seeing Magic Mike one in a movie theater was slightly uncomfortable. <laughs> You went with your mom. No. <laughs> I don't remember who I went with, but I still, I'm just not a fond, like, going to a male strip club has never been, like, something that we just woke up and said, like, we're going out there. Like, and I've never gone when all my friends have gone. Oh, my God. We're going, first of all. No. That's a fucking bucket list. We're going. Okay. That's number one. <laughs> number two, um, I have been, but it's been usually for like um, a bachelorette party or like um, somebody's birthday. Like it's always an occasion. It's not normally like, oh, you know, fuck it, let's go spend some dollars. Like I don't really think that I've ever <laughs> but met like how you that say, But for a uh, women's strip, for a strip club, for a gentleman's club, obviously, like mm-hmm. King of Diamonds or something, we as women would be like, yo, let's go to the strip club, right? On right. like on like just some woke up like we want to party and we're gonna go to the strip club kind of deal. Like, yeah, but which I which I think is completely stupid and ridiculous. I mean, all right, to each his own. Everyone's entertained by something differently. Um, one thing I can say from being myself, a person who's gone to a male strip club, is that it's more of a performance than like it is at a a traditional strip club that we're all accustomed to, where the women are stripping. Got like, it. The, you know, the men do a show. You know, like they're like. They're like Larry the the plumber and like <laughs> yeah, it's, no, I swear, like I'm not even joking. They have costumes on, like costumes playing a character that is for that specific solo piece. Like one of them is like Zorro, and the other one is like, and they're like, it's it's silly, it's silly, Marley. Like you laugh and you're like, it's silly, and then when they take their clothes off, they just happen to have awesome bodies. Like it's, it, I swear, it's to me, it feels innocent in a way. It's like this childish you know what i mean <laughs> so i guess almost like they do what women do like burlesque dancing but they do it in the in the male form as opposed yes, to women do actual very, full naked exactly that's a good way strippers. good way to, i'm sure that there's strip clubs where the guys are naked i personally have not been but for the most part i've noticed that like the ones that are like popular they don't get naked it's like they wear stuff they just but, put like, on the show they put on a show correct i mean i've been at a bachelorette party and we had a gentleman make a house call 
I it wasn't my bachelorette party. The house calls be wild though. But the house call was a little much, in my opinion. I was like, it was it was a lot, and it was a little bit close to call. Like 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 there was too much interaction happening. (laughs) To be honest, it's something I kind of love about sexualizing a man to that level. I think is fantastic. I feel like it gives women a little bit more um, leverage and equality um, Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day. Um, why not sit there with your homegirl, have a drink, and let this man just dance for you? It's like, come on. <laughs> this is what ballers do. You know what I mean? It's like, I got this fun thing. Let just, him put on the show. You know what I'm saying? I got this cute thing just doing things right now. So why not? <laughs> like, you know, like in a way, you got to kind of like accept that too. It's like, it's I get it. We're just, you know, we're built a little differently, but I... It's like, for example, if if we can put a really hot guy on a flyer about Messi Mondays, I'm definitely going to co-sign. It's like, get views. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, men do it all the time. They got- Objectify his ass. Right. <laughs> exactly. So, to me, it's like, if I, I look at it like that, so to me, it's, it's silly. And then it's also like, yeah, why don't you be the monkey now? You feel me? Come on. <laughs> you put on the show for us. Mm-hmm. I get what you're saying. I, again, have not experienced a male strip club, but I have experienced a male dancer house call before. Um, And that is a different interaction, especially when they're like dead in your face, like (laughs) at your face. And you're just like, are you for real right now? Like, it's embarrassing. I get it. But I think if you were a little drunker, you wouldn't have felt that way. Oh, I was drunk and it still did it. I guess for me, I don't, I don't know. I think there's just something about it. I don't know. It doesn't do anything for me. Like if, but if it was just me and him, that might be a different thing. Okay. But if you're putting on a show per se, it just doesn't do anything to me. It just like female strip clubs don't turn me on either. Like, but it could strippers. be that maybe so that's just because like, you are more of a of a private person when it comes to that subject in your life. So therefore, you prefer private things like that. I, I maybe that could be it. Maybe I don't know. I just find it more funnier than entertaining i guess and for some they find it entertaining so what would you do if for your birthday that's coming up real soon like someone send you like a stripper gram <laughs> like, i would have been what would you do <laughs> i'd be like why the fuck would you do this <laughs> i love this idea I would... <laughs> i'm not giving you my address no more you sending my packages to a p.o box <laughs> you're not getting my address I don't like. I probably would offer him a drink and just sit down, or like, <laughs> unless we this. let's would talk you like about to what, be on the podcast. Yes. <laughs> what are you doing with your life? <laughs> like, why are we here? <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. no, we got a story though. Hold up. So we do have a story. <laughs> we do have a story, um, and so. Yeah, let me just get into the story. And then we can discuss further. There you go. um, And see where we go from there. So, a writer says, Back in 2012, I met a guy at a club through a group of friends. We hit it off that night. Oh, she said, I met a gentleman that night, and we hit it off, and we were inseparable for months. We were texting, Twitter, IG, everything. We both had significant others at the time so we respected each other and never pushed it further than friendship i recently broke up with my boyfriend and started using bumble 
and guess who I found? And Bubbles is a pretty dope app, actually. <laughs> that's when the female approaches the guy. Yeah. That's, the, that's what makes that specific app unique for those of you who don't know what Bumble is. Yeah, exactly. And guess who I found? So I hit him up and we were back at it. As much as I want to move forward with him, there's one thing holding me back. He's a male stripper. Mm. Club stripper. Like Magic Mike. And also does house calls. I'm a corporate professional making six <laughs> figures. And he's a male stripper. SMH. By the way. She, yeah, SMH. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I try not to judge, but I just can't help it. I broke it off with him last week after hearing about um, his most recent dance for a group of women around my age. And I just couldn't brush it off. Am I shallow? Is it selfish for me to think this way? Thoughts. Hold on a second. Has she had sex with him yet? She didn't state. Damn, I hope she did. I hope you think that'll you think that'll make her stay? No, I just feel like he probably got a hot body. (laughs) So I really hope she at least took it down. Just for the experience to be like, yo, I did though. You know what I mean? Like I between me and you and my mom, I really hope that you know, because I'm sure his body's on point. Like you might as well just go through with it just for the rest of us. Yeah. So and my thought, like my first thought is like, is she concerned that these house calls are more than what they seem? Right. Or like, do they are they more than just the dancing? Because I think that would be my concern. I mean, did he ask? Did she ask him that? What? I mean, she didn't state. OK. And so my like my thought is, are these house calls more than that? Maybe that's what makes her concern. I think it's probably more than just you making more than him or like what he does for for profession or what you do for a profession. Uh, that is a good question. Um, because to be honest with you, the house call thing, I'm more familiar with it with like guys doing it for their, you know, friend that's getting married. Cause you know, traditionally men are more open about strippers and getting strippers and it's more common. Mm -hmm. And those stories that you hear, you know, from guys having like locker room talk or whatever, they kind of say that shit does happen with the female strippers sometimes. That's Did it my... happen in Players I... Club? <laughs> <laughs> Our reference. Yes, it did happen in Players Club. So, I mean, I'm just basing it off of what people have told me from their experiences. I don't know if that's what every stripper does, though. Like, I mean, I'm sure that some of them aren't prostitutes. Yeah, because there's a, there's a line in between being a male stripper or a stripper in general and being a prostitute or like there is selling yourself in some way in, in some sort of way or an escort in a True, sense because honestly like if if you are getting paid two hundred dollars for someone to suck your dick like you're doing prostitution yeah even though that might be the ultimate come up as a man the point is it's still prostitution because you're being paid for a sexual act so i i don't know marley that's more something that I would probably, if I was in her shoes, I would probably have that insecurity for sure. Like, I think what I exactly too. are you doing in these places where you're like naked and like possibly, you know. And what was his job before doing this is my other question. Like, how did he get to this? Because if you knew him before back when, what was he doing back then that would lead him to, okay, this is my next side hustle? 
Or is this right. the direction I decided to go in? When did you or, say, oh, you know, fuck it, I'm a strip? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because I will say, as a woman, I've had moments yeah. <laughs> and thoughts of, I could just be a bartender. Right. And make just the same amount of money. Right. Right. Uh, we see these bartenders, like, back of the, you know, the strip club bartenders, because I won't be a stripper one. I just don't feel confident in myself to be the stripper. Right. But... I could do that and make the same money. And now, like, you know, you think about those kind of things. So how did he end up in the situation where he decided this is the, I mean, we all come through hardships. And so. But maybe at that time when they was doing the IG flirting thing while they were in relationships, maybe they weren't getting really deep. You know, they was just true doing a lot of the flirting and whatever. Because I I think that that is extremely common right there. The whole thing with um, people having these like, I guess, like, Snapchat boyfriends or, like, your IG girlfriend. You know, like, that one person that always, always likes comments. Your yes, on yes. everything you write, everything you do. And it's kind of, like, hard eyes. You know, like, there's... That happens a lot. That yes. happens a lot. So, it's I, like... I, yeah. I, I think that... What if it was that with them before? And, like, she didn't necessarily have to get details. But now that they're talking, you know what I'm saying? Like... She, they're getting, they're getting detailed. You know what I mean? But honestly speaking, my opinion is the following. If she's a woman that works in a fantastic job and is doing well for herself, I think that she has earned the right to do whatever she wants. Because at the end of the day, when you wake up in the morning and you go to work, those people at work only want you to do what they want you to do. For example, for Amazon, that's all that matters to them. But when you go home at night and you're by yourself... If this man makes you happy, satisfies you, and provides you with a sensation as a woman that only he can provide, I feel like the very last thing you need to worry about is the perception of the fact that this guy does that. Because if you have earned the right to make your own decisions, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't Mm -hmm. not live your life because you are afraid of how other people are going to view your decision. Like, it's like, it's not fair to her. Like... This is not back in the day, you feel me? Like, you're allowed to be the the higher income party in your relationship and still have a productive relationship with your man. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like, it's not like it used to be. So it's like, if you want to be with him and you like him and you like how he makes you feel, like, I really think that you shouldn't care about the titles. However, if you're uncomfortable what he does for a living because you have a moral issue with it, then that's something else. You know what I'm saying? Like, those are two completely different situations. Very true. And I think also where my thought process is, if you really like this person and the only thing stopping you or the only thing bothering you is their profession, then you really don't care that enough to make it stick through. Like, I think in a, in a sense, like you would stick through with someone through if you really like them or wanted to be with them in some way, shape or form, you would stick through them for whatever it is that they do or whatever it is they have going on. And maybe, and we don't know what's his next step, like how, what's his out and getting out of this or like what's that money going towards that's gonna maybe be an entrepreneur kind of deal or lead him to or maybe paying off school. Like women strippers are usually paying off school, paying off debt, you know, providing for people. It's always like, you know, getting education. Maybe that's what he's doing. So we don't know that detail of it. But, you know, I think knowing a little bit more of like why this is his current pres- job. Right. And if this is his long term, 
what are his other ter- you know his other goals ideas for his profession then I think that would even be great like you know make a big difference in how you feel so you won't feel so selfish or shallow in a sense you'd feel a little bit more understanding of what he has going on right I mean do you listen to Cardi B you feel me are you supporting her music are you like downloading her album like why why not uh, why accept the fact that a woman can come from that background and come out of that and do something fantastic with herself and not respect the fact that a man can possibly turn his life around and be something great after he was a stripper? That's you true. Feel me? Never like, thought that's, about it that, that way. You know, that's fucking sexist. So it's like if we believe that if we're gonna if we're gonna do this for real this year, guys, let's do it for real. You feel me? Like we're gonna be equal. Let's be equal. Like we can't say that that man can't turn his life around and he's gonna become the owner of the next LA Fitness because you know they'd be in the gym. <laughs> so it's like you don't know. <laughs> you don't know. If well, didn't Channing Tatum actually really? Wasn't he really a stripper? A male stripper? He looked like he was. I think he really truly was. Well, a, a male entertainer. I apologize. Mm. Um. Right, like a mixologist. <laughs> <laughs> like a mixologist. <laughs> I do love that term, mixologist, though. It makes you feel like something. You're not just a bartender. Yeah, yeah. You're not yeah, just a bartender. You're not, you're not just shaking them drinks back there. You're not just making me. a martini. <laughs> you're, you're mixing. So I think there are, I mean, there are everything... Like, we all have jobs that want to lead us to other things. So, I True. think, just like Channing Tatum, I believe he really, truly was a Tampa, a Tampa entertainer. <laughs> I mean, he really can move like a stripper. Like I his, think he truly like, was. I get it that the magic might... I thought it was cheesy and corny, but when I actually saw the movie... I didn't see it at the movies. I, I, I think I would have been uncomfortable as well. <laughs> but I saw it at my house. I saw part two. And the reason I made a joke is because actually I did watch it with my mom, part two. <laughs> and it was just... It just happened to be on. And we were like, yeah, this is awkward. But fuck it. We, were, we had it. We ended up enjoying it very much. But um, part two, is, it is definitely like a, like a home on a Sunday. You know, like that type of vibe. Watch a movie type yeah, of Yeah, like it's just playing on but, HBO and like you're just watching. Yeah, 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 why not? But it's just, um, it's very, very talented. Uh, the guy Twitch from Ellen Show, the DJ. Yes, he was, he's on it, right? He's, he's on it and he does a fantastic performance. But he's it's a like, dancer. Look, That's like his thing no, honey, but he was supposedly a stripper. But the point is that the way that the movie did it, like they made it that the stripping scenes were so well choreographed that it's like looking at a dance performance so it's like that's what's kind of really cool about it because when you're watching the strip and you're like wow that was really good and you know who else is in the movie um the guy from the morning show uh michael strahan oh okay wow he's yes random and like he's like having a scene with like this girl you have to see it like it's just funny so i mean i've i've i can base it off of that you know no, what I'm i get saying? it so yeah but i think I, I, but I, what i was going with is like twitch is actual and maybe channing tatum also i think channing tatum in his actual life prior was an actual just dancer like right, dance, right, right. like professionally dance he was in one of those uh dancing movies right the popular one yeah but prior to that, I'm thinking prior to become an actor, he was a dancer. So I, maybe yeah. this guy is a dancer before for first before everything, like dance. Right. And I think that may be the direction some may go. Like they're actual just literal background dancers, you know, professional dancers. Yeah, yeah. Who the next line of work is to make more money. And a lot of them way. are personal trainers at the gym. 
Like, I'm not even bullshitting. Wow. Like, you really, like, the guys at the gym that are, like, super jacked, ladies and gentlemen, and, like, be doing a lot of those pull-ups. <laughs> like, you're like, wow, like, you're doing mad pull-ups. It's like, these guys be strippers at night. For real, for real. So, I mean, honestly, that a lot of them, since they're really into fitness, they, they, they do personal training as well as stripping. And they're making a killing, I bet. I bet. I bet. That pays for the gym membership more than that. So. Well, the interesting thing is, guys, we're going to actually get real answers to these questions because we're going to get a stripper on the line right now. <laughs> he is a male entertainer. He's a male stripper. He's going to be joining our conversation. He's actually going to join the studio in just a sec. So, oh my God, guys, we have Karez on the line and he is actually a male entertainer. So a lot of those questions that we need a clarification for, why not get a subject matter expert, you know, basically at this point to help us out with the information. Thank you for joining us. How you guys doing today? We're doing good. So, if you don't mind, because we had a, a... So, here at Messy Mondays, we have people write in stories, um, give comments, or we just talk about different, like, situations and concern, like, different areas of things that listeners usually suggest to us. So, one of our most recent story was dating a male entertainer. And first, for clarification, is it... Do you guys call yourselves a male entertainer, male stripper, like how women strippers are? And then we realized women have, go, men go to gentlemen clubs. So what are usually the male clubs called? Um, yeah, I mean, with uh, male entertainers, we're more of not really, per se, trying to hurry up and get naked. We're putting on a show. Um, it's more of a teasing thing. Um, the reason why I noticed that they did that, uh, I, I've been in the business for about 10 years now, and I've had my share of uh, both parties where... Um, some of the guys say it's a little raunchy because of the girls, uh, the, the way that the girls see it. Um, some say um, you're too nasty or something like that, and it makes the girls uncomfortable, um, where in other places they enjoy, you know, no matter what you're doing. And then some, they just, I mean, I don't, it's really hard to explain. Like, some think it's sexy to be nasty where, you know, a guy, you know, may have his, face all in a girl's crotch or something where other guys are trying to be a little bit more um, professional about it where they might do a little bit of grinding but it's more tricks and more of a tease where you know you have some guys where they're just trying to have a good time and and it's not about that it's a professionalism that you have to add to it and I mean it took me a while to understand that I mean when I first started I felt like I was more of a stripper and now I feel like I've developed into an entertainer. So do, um, do the strippers get fully nude and the entertainers don't? Or how does that work? Well, the males usually don't get fully nude at all. Um, there's very few that do. Um, there's usually extra money involved or something like that. Um, me, per se, I don't get completely nude. Um, but I put on a, a sexy show um, to that. Like to categorize it, I went from not just getting not getting completely nude, but like the the grinding, you're you're dry humping, you're grinding, you got your you know your face all in the girl's crotch, you're lifting her in the air, and you're basically having sex with clothes on. And some girls may like that, but if you're trying to remain professional and you're not trying to end up being a prostitute <laughs> on the, on that page or something. Oh wow. <laughs> then it's it's a little I'm sorry <laughs> but it's it's like 
it's a professionalism you have to keep. Like, I explained to the guys, like, listen, um, with my team, it's not all about trying to get in every girl's yeah. dance. You're trying to put on a show, and your job as an entertainer is to tease the woman so much, because the majority of our par- our shows are for, you know, bachelorette parties. So you want to tease the bachelorette and her friends so much that they can go home to their man and be like, oh my gosh, babe, the things that I want to do to you, <laughs> I want you to do what that stripper did to me, or whatever, okay, you know, that okay. entertainer did to me. So wait, 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 wait. You you gave us a lot. Now you were saying something in regards to the fact that you are basically having sex with clothes on, and that there's like a thin line between the prostitution part and then hooking up. And you know why this is so interesting? Because we we had a messy story before we actually joined you in in the conversation. And there's a a female, and we would love to hear your opinion about it. We have a female that she's like a. CEO in it at this point, really good job, making a lot of money. And she's interested in this guy that he is a male entertainer. And she's apprehensive to date him because she doesn't know whether or not she can trust him when he does these private parties. So, it, I mean, are you guys sleeping with the women? You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what exactly is going on in these private parties? Which, is, which brings me back to the same thing. Uh, it's It's... It's hard because if you know your man, you don't have any issues. If you know your man's not like that and, you know, he's not interested in any other girls, then we have no issues. Whereas if you know your man's a dog and you're just trying to act like he's not, then <laughs> obviously you know what's up. Um, but, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but, I mean, you have to grow to mature. When I first started doing this, I was 18 years old. At 18, I'm hot in the pants. It's like, you're going to tell me I get to dance, which I've been dancing since I was three. I get to get naked or semi-naked in front of girls, and all of them, all eyes are on me, all the attention's on me, and they're going to pay me? The narcissism. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so with that, it was like, oh, cool, all right, I'll go do it. So I danced and everything, and then the girls might say, you know, um, can I touch it or, you know, something like that. And, you know, you're like, you're 18 years old, and you're like, yeah, I'm not supposed to let you, but, you know, you know, things happen. But then it beca- you have to remember it becomes a fine line because you're still getting paid for that job to dance. So if you have sex or, you know, anything with one of these girls, you're actually prostituting. Right, you can go to right. jail and so can they. So you have to keep that in the back of your head where this is, this is a job. You have to remain professional. Not to mention, as, as the time goes on, you learn that it's not all about just, you know, dancing on the girl and getting her excited and trying to sleep with her. It's about your money. You want to tease right. her. Once she once she she gets what she wants, you're no longer attractive to her. She got what she wanted. Oh, that's all he got? Or, oh, you know, he was good, but I got that so easily. Now they don't want you anymore, so where's your money going? You're not going to get any more money off her. Wow. So it defeats the purpose. It defeats the purpose of are you here for pleasure or are you here for business? That's why you have to keep them separate. Right, right. I mean, what happens when the girl is extremely attractive, though? Like, I'm sure that that makes your job a little easier, you know? Like, what if she's a super attractive girl to you, and you're like, wow, I would love to do a dance for this girl. Like, does that matter? It did at first, but if a woman's attractive, and, you know, let's say, you know, as an entertainer, you're a single guy, uh, the woman's very attractive and everything, all you have to do is, hey, you know what, um... Honestly, let me just be honest with you. You can be giving her a lap dance and whisper in her ear like, yo, you're really attractive. You know, maybe I can take your number down sometime and text you later. Then you can set up something to where you guys can go out on a date or hang out or something where it's not 
during your job that you're sleeping with this woman. Right. And you end up <laughs> Have you ever met anyone on the job? Um, I've met a couple people. I've actually done shows and parties um, where I actually ran into co-workers. It's really weird. I see them the next week at work and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually pretty weird. Uh, <laughs> but for me, I mean, I actually did a, a show for uh, a co-worker, actual person that trained me at my job. Her mom, she she hit me up on Facebook and was like, hey, my mom's birthday is coming up. Can you do a party for me? Sure, why not, you know? And she goes, this is going to be so weird. We got back to work and there was no issue. She didn't look at me different. We remained professional. Nothing, you know, nothing changed. So it's all about, um, it's still, a lot of people have, like, their prejudgments and everything. Like, oh, all, all male strippers are dogs. Oh, all guys. But they say the same thing about men anyway. All <laughs> men are dogs. No, all boys are dogs. All guys may be dogs. But when you become a man, you develop, it's, it's different. You don't look for the same thing. You know, it's, it's you're, you're developing. Same thing in this. It's any business. You're going to develop. You get better at it. You become a different person at it. You mature, you know? Right. And I think that now the magic mic thing has helped a lot because I think a lot of people never really looked into that world until that movie really came out. Yeah, I believe that as well. Um, I mean, it's been around for a very long time. Magic Mike actually set the set the uh, icing on the cake, so now it is a little bit more popular. The thing is with that is it, it negative and positive because now you have a lot of people that think they can do it and they're embarrassing themselves. And it's, and it's not just embarrassing themselves; they're embarrassing others, including you know, including myself, because they get out there and do what any guy thinks he can do. Oh. I can get naked and get paid, and then I can just sleep with all the girls at the party, you know, and now that gives a bad name for everybody. So now anyone that actually, this is their livelihood, that this is their business, this, this is what they do, now they look bad. So now women think all the guys are like that. All it takes is one guy to dog you out, and now you think all guys are dogs. Are you in a relationship or have been in a relationship where being a stripper makes it difficult? Or male entertainer? Actually, no. Um, I actually just came back last year, um... Around October, uh, October, November, I got back. I was actually um, on tour for a while, uh, for almost a year. I left last January, and I was in a relationship for most of the time while I was gone, actually. Um, and we had no issues. I mean, yeah, you know, she's going to want to see you here and there, but, I mean, when you get home, you just, you know, spend as much time as possible with your loved ones, and, you know, they just have to bite the bullet for a little while. I mean, it gets hard, but... You know, if you're talking to them, you know, you guys, we have this technology nowadays. We have FaceTime. We have different things like that. So you can, you know, hit them up. Hey, you know, I, I miss you. You know, I, I love you. I, I want to see you, you know, but I can't right now. You know, things happen, but it does happen. But, you know, you got to you gotta be able to, it's a sacrifice, you know. Right. She knew the, the money was well. You knew the money was well. It was going to set you up for a decent future. You know, so why not take the chance of once in a lifetime opportunity? Go for it, you know. But, you know, I had a, a co-worker once that he was a male entertainer as well on the weekends and stuff. And he said that he did both because the money was so good. And um, he would say that sometimes his, you know, his girlfriend was really just so accustomed to it. Like, he'll come home with, like, scratches on his back and, like, bite marks. Because sometimes the girls would get a little rowdy and they'll, like, grab him. Like... I don't know. I feel like that might be a lot to ask for if your man comes home with a whole bunch of, like, scratches and bite marks. I mean, you got to admit that that must be a hard thing to accept sometimes. 
Yeah, I mean there was there was those hard times. I mean, but I mean, I what I did with that is I just let let them know, you know, hey, come to any show you want. Sit in the back, sit in the middle. I gotta see you. You'll see what happens at the shows. What goes on to the shows? If you really don't believe me, and I mean, sometimes a girl might show up. Sometimes she might not. Invite you and all your homegirls out. I give all the y'all a lot. Don't matter. You know? <laughs> Everyone is to me. I don't see it as. I don't see it as work because I'm having fun, but I don't see it as too much fun because I'm still making money. I know it's still work. So I have like two different personas that I put on while I'm dancing, you know? And I mean, I've danced on a 94 year old woman and the lady was like, you know, be careful. I saw what you did with my granddaughter. You know, I don't need you to hurt me now. So you just, you're putting on a show, you know, it's your 94th birthday. You're trying to have a good time, you know, and I'll come dance with you. I don't discriminate against anyone. It's just, Whatever, whoever's out to have a good time, I've always been one to enjoy. As long as you enjoyed the show, I had a good time. I can make $5 and be there for five hours. As long as you had a good time and you enjoyed the show, word of mouth is going to spread. I'm going to eventually get my money, so it don't matter to me. But as long as, you know, you're having a good time, the, the girl, all the girls are having a good time, the scratches, the bites, yeah, they burn later. You know, I might have to go home and have they put some alcohol <laughs> on my back or something, but at least I know I put on a good show. What's the most you've made in a night? Um, that's actually what actually got me into the business, actually, uh, was my, my very first, well, one of my very first that I did, um, my very first night, uh, how I got into it was, uh, my, my neighbor who I was dating her daughter contacted my mom because they ran a daycare together and she, she told her mom that I could dance and we were dating on a low. And she knew I could dance, but she didn't know I could dance like that. You know, it was like a little different because I was always the, the young buck in the neighborhood or whatever. And uh, I did a, a private party and I didn't even do it for the money. I did it for a favor. And I just put like a, I went on LimeWire, got a whole bunch of genuine and Lime and all the good stuff. And uh, I went to a party, and in 30 minutes, I made $786. What? Nice. <laughs> and, and I got home. I didn't even count the money. I just went home and went back to chilling and playing PlayStation or whatever. And my mom came in a room, and she was like, hey, you know, um, how much money did you make? I was like, oh, snap. I didn't even check that, you know? And uh, she started counting it with me, and we realized how much money it was. And she was like, how did you feel doing that? I was like... It was fine to me. I mean, I danced anyway. She's like, yeah, but in your underwear? I was like, it don't matter to me. They were all pretty cute anyway. She's like, could you see yourself doing it again? I was like, yeah, I actually could. She goes, all right, well, tomorrow we're going to go order you some business cards. Wow. Get out of here. (laughs) So, yeah, that's actually how I got started. (laughs) That is crazy. That is a supportive mother you have. Very supportive family. Very supportive mom, for sure. So you're a dancer first, you would say. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's my passion. I've been dancing for a very, very long time. It's, it's what I know. So I've just developed over the years, gotten a little rusty, gotten a little better. It all, you know, add a little tweaks, you know, so. So what if your girlfriend was a stripper? How would you feel about that? Get your money, boo. So do you think that'll be like an easy transition? Like strippers should date strippers? Because you guys know that it's just a job. You know what I mean? I, it doesn't necessarily have to be strippers date strippers. I mean, I just, I feel like if you care about someone and to that level to where you want to make them your significant other, your girlfriend, your fiance, your wife, whatever you may call it, um, we, we all date. 
you date to get to know someone and then you get into a relationship. What we have nowadays is people just going straight into relationships, but you have to get to know that person. If you get to know that person first and you trust that person, you don't have to worry about what they're doing on their job. You know, that's that you shouldn't have to, because that's a whole other job is worrying about what somebody else is doing on their job. It's just not going to do anything but stress you mm-hmm. out. You have to trust and believe that your spouse is only working and not doing extra things, you know, on the side behind your back. And even if they are, you don't, it, you don't, they don't have to be a stripper to do that. People do it every day, and True. they're not strippers. So it has nothing to do with the job title, just because it's a little bit easier, maybe. But, I mean, you have, uh, you know, personal trainers. They have options. You know, athletes all day long, they're on the road. They have options. Like, there's more appealing jobs that's easier to get women than strippers. I mean... That's true. So it's all about how... If, if you and your spouse is honest with one another, I mean... If you trust each other, you should be fine. I mean, look at swingers. <laughs> so. Yeah, true. I mean, but I mean, I really think that you made a good point because there's been times that even I've been in a relationship with a person that has a, you know, a more traditional job and you can't trust them for five minutes out of yeah. sight. You know, so, and it has nothing to do with, with what, what they he do does for a living. Yep. He's just. It's just about yeah. the person themselves. Temptation is everywhere. True. It's all around us. We can't do anything. What are we going to do? Keep them, keep them in the house. You, you're not allowed to leave. You're you're tied up for days at a time. You know, I follow you to work. It's, it's yeah. too much. I mean, there's no way to live. That's not that's not a way to live your life for sure. Exactly. Now, if if anything, I mean, I think you've given us a really positive image to something that I'm sure we all had a stereotype about. You know what I mean? Because normally. Women are not as, uh, I guess, comfortable as men are with with this subject and like watching people dance for them and perform. It's not something that women are as comfortable yet, like kind of speaking about out loud and you know and making public. So I think it's it's cool to listen to the other side, so that some people can start being more comfortable about some of these things that they do enjoy doing. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm sure that there's a bunch of closet people who love. <sighs> watching you guys perform and like going to these things but no one acts like they're into it so i think it's pretty awesome that we we got a different side of the story oh yeah because I, I make it my business when i go to a show or a party i make it my business to go for the shy girls my key goal i'll point them all out before the show even starts i'm like yep i'm going for her her and her there you go yep, and i'm lifting her in the air and i'm gonna throw her around the back and i'm gonna have her on the ground i already know what's gonna happen <laughs> sorry marley <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna happen it's gonna end up being me and those be the main ones that have a great time afterwards and send great reviews oh my gosh I was just thinking that he grabbed me. And I didn't think that was possible the way he stretched my legs or whatever, you know. So Damn. I think that's awesome to, to go back and look at the reviews or, you know, they'll message you and be like, oh my gosh, you were my absolute favorite. I've never seen anything like that. The things you do. And it's like, that that to me is like, yeah, you know, I, I you guys had a good time. You know, you, you're messaging me, letting me know. You're taking time out of your busy schedule to notify me so that I know that you had a good time. So I know that I did my job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I mean, what is the ultimate goal, though? Like, you're making a lot of cash, you know, and I'm sure that you can't do this for the rest of your life. So, you know, there must be a goal. Oh, yeah. Well, um, I have a couple different goals. Um my short-term goal as far as when I'm at a show is to get the husband to contact me and be like, yo, I don't know what you do to my wife, but she's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a guy 
guy come back to the show while we were still cleaning up the equipment. And he gave me $50 to show him how I did one move on his wife. Wow. He gave me $50 cash at the end of the show to show him how I did this one thing to his wife. And his wife was dying for me to do it. She went home and brought him back to the show so that I could show him. Wow. (laughs) For me, even the other guys was like, dang, Karez, that was dope. I'm like, yeah, man, I I don't know. Like, I guess he just liked it, you know. So it was pretty cool. That's a good feeling for me. Um. My overall goal, though, is um, I want to open up a, a, a gym mixed with a dance studio. Okay. Uh, I, I know it sounds weird. I mean, I love to dance and I love to work out. I want to put them both together. And I want to have, like, a, uh, a regular gym slash CrossFit gym mixed with a dance studio. And I want you to be able to just come in there and take lessons. I got a, a whole bunch of dancer friends. Like I said, I've been dancing for a while. Whether it's break dancing, salsa, zumba, maringa, whatever <laughs> you want to learn, I want a class. that teaches all of those for every age from little bitty kids because I enjoy teaching kids but I'll even teach adults you know up to adults to you know your elderly I just want I feel like dance is is free spirited It, it, it releases something like whenever I'm stressed out I'll go to a dance studio or I'll go in my room and I'll just dance like it just makes me feel better you know I don't know how to explain it but it just makes you feel free that's awesome that's what they're saying you know dance as though no one is watching you just have to do it. Do your thing. Yeah, that's that's and that's dance, a beautiful thing. Yeah, dance isn't necessarily, you know, moving a certain way or a certain type. Yeah, they have different types of dance, but dancing is moving freely to a beat. As long as you can stay within the beats, if it's on top of it, under it, in the middle of it, within the beats, as long as you're moving, it's considered dance. There's many kinds of dance, and I feel like that's the most the most free that I've ever felt is, nice. is when I'm dancing. I mean, other than when I'm going like 100 miles per hour on my motorcycle, but I got to stop. Well, <laughs> yes. I mean, I, I agree. I think dancing is one of the best workouts in the world. I'm a huge fan of dancing. But if people want to check you out dancing, follow you and see what you do and how they can book you, let them know. All right. Um, you can find me at I underscore am underscore Karez or I am Karez.com. Or even um, you can catch me at DreamDolls.com as well. Awesome. And what are the states that you usually perform in? Um, I travel a lot. Um, right now, I'm actually in Illinois. Um, I've worked with uh, LaBear in Fort Lauderdale. I've been through Tampa. I was with uh, Magic Mike LV for a year. Um, now, I'm, I'm linked up with Hunkamania. I'm actually um, trying to get booked with them right now. I contacted a couple of guys from there. Um some guys I used to work with in Orlando also. But um, you can find me anywhere. I mean, if you find me online and you shoot me a message, we can set something up. I'll fly to your town, bring my bags, and uh, we'll put on a show for you. Fantastic, because you know we get listened to in a couple of parts in the country, so you never know. You might get some girls from a different state that you haven't even been to yet. Oh, yeah. Don't let me end up back in L.A. Thank you for joining us. Yes, thank you, thank you. We really appreciate you taking the time and speaking with us. And remember, everybody, make sure to follow. I am Karez.com. All right, take care. You too. Thank you. Well, that was awesome. That was very insight. See, my whole perspective has changed. And I, like, he answered all our questions and everything we had second, like, thoughts about, you know, our stereotypes in our heads, obviously, because we're all have stereotypes and prejudice prejudice in some way. Yeah, Um, for sure. And that was awesome. It was good to hear. Like, he has his end goal. He's been in relationships. He knows he's there to do his job and get out. And make $700 your first time. 
Wow. I think we all would have. In think half we, an hour? I think we all would have stuck around and done some more. <laughs> if know, that was us crazy. in a different way. And, and not only that, it's like, I'm, I'm not trying to be an asshole, but did I not say that we had the gym? <laughs> <laughs> he said that he wants to open a CrossFit. Like, guys, they be at the gym. I'm telling you, they work out. Yeah, but that's very insightful. Thank you to him, to Karez, for being on the show yeah. and giving us some insight on a different thing. And hopefully to our listeners and, of course, our Messy Monday uh, letter, our writer, See, you don't have to be, it doesn't have to be a stereotypical thing. He could just right. be going in to do his job and leaving and going to you. Like, it's plain and simple. Right, exactly. And maybe he's making six figures too, honey. You don't even know how much he's right? making. Right? Because it's Honestly, $700 in 30 like minutes, you make him <laughs> right. more than what you could make in your corporate office at your desk. Possibly. And he's not even paying taxes. He's important. And make endless hours. Right. Not no 40 hours or 60 hours a week. So that was awesome. So, girl, give that man another chance. <laughs> you never know. I hope she listens so that she can hear an actual stripper or male entertainer, better said, you know, speak from his perspective and maybe she might gain a little trust in this new guy. Never know. For sure. So, this was a great episode. Another insightful story. Another. If you have a story you would like to submit to us or want to give us, uh, send us a letter or notes, um, you can submit your stories via Instagram at Messy Mondays Podcast. You can email us at MessyMondaysPod at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at Messy Mondays Podcast. Yes, absolutely. And if you guys want to hit us up on Facebook, it's under Marty Pod. We do try to post some behind-the-scenes stuff on that whenever we can grab it. So if you have a chance, please check it out. And we also have our YouTube page. If you guys feel more comfortable listening to things at YouTube while you're at work, um, <laughs> we won't tell nobody. Just <laughs> hop in, li- listen to one of our episodes with your headphones, and it makes the day go by a lot faster. And leave comments on YouTube also. Leave us comments on YouTube. Leave us comments on uh, SoundCloud. We'd like to look at those also and get your insight on this. And I definitely want to hear your thoughts on male entertainers this time around. Yes, that's going to be know a your very fun thoughts. topic. Great th- topic. Yes, and thank you so much for everybody for tuning in, supporting Messy Mondays. This is your girl Show Me, your girl Molly Mar. Make sure to follow us both. Your support makes us stronger, and we will be back next week. See you next week. Messy, mon- Messy Mondays. Your girl Show Me. Your girl Marley Mar. Mondays. Messy Mondays. Messy Mondays.